This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Allen. Here's today's headlines. Could Trump revive TPP? SNAP and pet food. Hill frets over NAFTA. Ag merger reviews. And industry wants IARC reform. Maybe TPP isn't quite dead in the U.S., President Trump says he could see his way to allowing the U.S. to rejoin the Trans-Pacific Partnership, but he adds a big caveat, the agreement would have to be changed. Trump said this in an interview with CNBC from Davos, Switzerland, where he has been attending the World Economic Forum. Trump said, I always say this, I would do TPP if we were able to make a substantially better deal. The deal was terrible. The way it was structured was terrible. If we did a substantially better deal, I would be open to TPP. New Zealand's U.S. Ambassador Tim Grosser told AgriPulse this week on the sidelines of the International Dairy Foods Association annual meeting he didn't expect Trump to change his mind about the TPP. But the ambassador said the 11 TPP countries would welcome the U.S. back into the pack, knowing the deal would have to be modified. Grocer said there would be additional elements that a future administration would want to see. It would reflect the passage of the political debate here on trade. Keep in mind, Trump has been insisting that he only wants to do bilateral trade agreements. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue told AgriPulse this week that a multination trade pact is not out of the question. Perdue said Trump is understanding more and more how important agriculture trade is for the ag economy and the U.S. economy. This dog won't hunt. We're sorry to tell you up front this morning that we won't have a quote of the day. At the end of an interview with Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts yesterday about trade and other issues, we tried to get the Kansas Republican to comment on a proposal by the Humane Society of the United States to allow food stamp recipients to use their benefits to buy pet food. Roberts was silent for several moments. Then he shrugged, threw up his hands, and walked away. HSUS is endorsing a proposal by a Mississippi man to allow pet food to qualify for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. HSUS President Wayne Baselli says in a blog post that it makes no sense at all to bar pet food purchases and limit the discretion of food stamp recipients who are trying to keep their families together, including their beloved pets. Keep in mind, we're pretty sure Robert's response means the HSUS proposal was, should we say, has no legs on Capitol Hill. Senators appeal to Trump on NAFTA. As the NAFTA negotiations continue this week in Montreal, farm groups are looking to Congress to keep the heat on the White House to stay in the trade deal. Senator Cory Gardner, Republican of Colorado, circulated a draft letter among his colleagues that calls on President Trump to do just that. The letter urges Trump to keep NAFTA in place but modernize it to better reflect our 21st century economy. Roberts is still nervous about the negotiations. He said, when I talk to U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer, there just doesn't seem to be any movement, especially with Canada. But Mexico, perhaps. But that's a big perhaps. Senators on both sides of the aisle are really worried about this, according to Roberts. NAFTA country wheat industries. No tariffs, please. 
Groups representing wheat growers, millers, and bakers in all three NAFTA countries are appealing to negotiators to leave the wheat tariffs at zero. NAFTA has improved the flow of wheat between all three countries so it can be milled and then baked into nutritious, wholesome baked goods to be enjoyed by consumers, the groups say in a letter to the Trump administration and the governments of Mexico and Canada. Under NAFTA, the U.S. and Canada have significantly increased wheat sales in Mexico, according to the letter. Hill reassured on ag merger reviews. A senior Treasury Department official says there's no need to give the Agriculture Department a permanent role in the review process for foreign acquisitions of U.S. companies. Heath Tarbert, an assistant Treasury secretary, says the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States already consults USDA whenever a merger is under review involving food or agribusiness concerns. The vast majority of the CFIUS review, however, have nothing to do with food, so it would be a waste of USDA's time to be involved in every one. That's what he told Senator John Tester, Montana Democrat, at a Senate Banking Committee yesterday. Tarbert said, when we have seen cases that have dealt with food security issues, we have always involved the Department of Agriculture. Tester tried but failed to get Tarbert to acknowledge that the CFIUS reviewed the Syngenta acquisition of Monsanto. Bayer has confirmed the review, but Tarbert says he couldn't talk publicly about cases. Industry wants changes to IR chemical reviews. A new industry coalition will push for reform in the way the International Agency for Research on Cancer analyzes research into the cancer-causing potential of chemicals. The Campaign for Accuracy and Public Health Research, the CAPHR Coalition, wants to modernize the IARC review process through greater transparency and balanced assessment that produces credible conclusions. IARC has been criticized for its policy of only using published studies in its reviews. In concluding that glyphosate probably causes cancer in humans, the agency didn't take into account data from the U.S. government's large-scale agriculture health study that could have changed the IARC finding. CropLife America is a member of the new coalition, along with the American Chemistry Council and the National Association of Manufacturers. Army Corps gets new chief. The Senate has confirmed R.D. James to oversee the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. James is a Missouri farmer who has served since 1981 on the Mississippi River Commission, which advises the Corps on management of the river. The Senate vote was 89 to 1. James is seen as eager to shift the Corps' focus back toward building improvements on the waterway. CDC declares E. coli outbreak over. That multi-stage outbreak of E. coli that has been linked to leafy greens appears to have ended, that according to the Centers for the Disease Control and Prevention. The last illness reported was December 12th. 25 people were reported infected in 25 states. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.